Ahem. Good evening, everybody. Thank you so much for listening. We are the real pineapple. This is Hunter here, and I'm here with Scott. Scott, how are you doing, Good, sir? Hunter. Thanks for asking. Good man. I'm here. <laughs> Sorry, that was a little bit creepy. I'm gonna go with it. I'm gonna I, go that with was it. A little, I liked it. Yeah. Little... <laughs> <laughs> but guys, we are here to talk about um, maybe one of the best movies of the year. We're here to talk about War for the Planet of the Apes, which. Let's just get this out of the way. I actually rewatched the first mm-hmm. two. Me too. Before going, before going in, it is just that why well, rewatch the first two because of you. I was like, oh, Colin had these on his Amazon. Perfect. Oh, <laughs> like, well, I'm these. glad you so, did. They're good movies. Yeah, they, they're they're fantastic movies, and I just gotta say right now, this really put a capper on what is gonna go down as one of my favorite trilogies of all time. I. I, I'm in love with this movie. I really am. I couldn't believe how good this movie was. Uh, Scott, your thoughts, sir? Well, first off, I'm a big ape fan here. Like, just in nice. general. I like to go to the zoo. Nice. I feel like I'm also, like, really big in bananas. Um, Boom. Great source, great source of potassium. Awesome. Um, let me just put that out there first. So Thank you. Going, in, going into the movie, I feel like I was probably a little biased. Because I, I do, not only do I love these movies, um, but, you know, I just love a good, good ape story. So, um, totally. uh, I, I, you know, I wasn't, I, you know, as I was saying that, I'm remembering the last movie wasn't like totally bananas over. Um, <laughs> but I, I think that like going into this one, I was hoping for a little bit more. Um, and if... Boy, if I had to say one thing right off the bat, it would be visuals. Um, before jumping into the plot too much, um, I think just... I saw this in... Did everybody see this in 3D? No. Okay, it was pretty nuts. Like, I saw it in, like, the RPX 3D or whatever. Was it good or bad? What do you mean nuts? It was good. Like, it was, oh, like, nice. visually stunning. Like, it was very, yeah. like... Um, it, it felt like it was... There's a, there's a lot of a lot of face shots like close up facial totally. shots in this movie and it's like the monkey was just right out in front of you. Um, it was pretty yeah. crazy. But yeah, no, I, yeah. And the special cool. effects, just like honestly, without the 3D, I was blown away too. Like on all the stuff you're talking about, the the, the close ups of the faces are like un freaking real. I cannot believe these are computer generated. Yeah. They look like real like chimpanzees or orangutans or gorillas like they get so close and the wrinkles in their skin i'm like how did they do that like it's incredible some of these like face shots so scott would you say the 3d effects made you go dare i should say <laughs> shit? uh you 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 may dare to yeah <laughs> okay yeah. fair enough i I, I, I really just... You're right, though. I mean, the first movie, the effects of the apes, look really damn good, but it's amazing how they've improved over the years. To, to your right, Colin, to the point where you look at it and you really have to even tilt your head to even kind of go, wow, I don't think there's a flaw in the CG. It looks it looks so good. Um, this, of course, was directed, uh, and he was also actually a co-writer. This was a directed by uh, Matt Reeves, mm-hmm. who, of course, is directing uh, directing and writing the new Batman yeah. movie coming out. And and I just got to say right now, if he delivers half of what he delivers... Yeah, he did a good movie, job. The Batman... Batman's going to be in great so shape, true. because 
the thing about this movie is that it really is an art film, like, disguised in, like, a Planet of the Apes movie, because there's so many points, not so many points, but there are several points where the, the music jumps in, and you don't even hear gunshots or anything, and it's shot very artistically. Uh, there, there's a scene where Caesar, uh, played by Andy Serkis, who I, we will get to in a moment, he is walking through his house and switches to, like, a, uh, what would be, I guess, a first-person view, and just the way it's so artistically shot, it's so well done. It, it's really kind of ridiculous how well yeah. this movie just looks. What, uh, Colin, it, well, can I ask you guys a question collectively real quick? Mm-hmm. What, so yeah, so through the course of this movie, uh, you're introduced to, to somewhat of a comic relief character, and mm-hmm. it's an it's a, it's a ape known as Bad Ape. He says mm-hmm. bad ape, bad ape. This character was played by Steve Zahn. Uh, I don't know if you guys uh, knew that or he's yeah, a but he's, yeah, yeah, but he's <laughs> right. Steve Zahn was that that character. He was in like um, Strange Wilderness, that that weird comedy movie that was right. out. Um, right. But in any yeah. case, so what, what did you think of that character, bad ape? Uh, I. I would say it's one of the few blemishes of this movie. I was not... I felt like it was forced a bit, but I, I, I like how they train... Like, they, they made a contrast between zoo apes and, like, the apes that we're dealing with. Um, I like the contrast that maybe they learned the language differently or couldn't understand sign language or something. But I thought it was a little bit gimmicky. I wasn't a huge fan of it. That's fair. Okay, I mean, I'm gonna disagree with you, man. I I thought the humor worked really well, and I'm not a huge Steve Zahn fan. I mean, he was in Sahara, and my God, that movie blow. But I but I don't know. They used him, I thought, sparingly in this movie, but enough to kind of lighten the mood a little bit. Cause the thing about this movie is that this movie will get you excited and happy. And then it just lives to tear you back down. It, it's a it's a hard movie to get through, and I don't think that enough people are talking about how heavy yeah, the movie it is. Heavy. is. I mean, I mean, I mean, this really is a war film, so you see a lot of images that are, uh, you know, that tie into stuff like you know World War Two and Hiroshima and and you know and even the war in Afghanistan. I mean, there's a lot of images with images where you see how those wars how the things that we've gone through, you know, as an actual nation, you know, affect the apes in this film. It's crazy. Like, you really, at points, will feel uncomfortable, and the movie wants you to feel uncomfortable. And I I was okay with being uncomfortable. Uh, Colin, kind of your thoughts um, Yeah, and when you say uncomfortable, I think the, the, the biggest personification of that is Woody Harrelson in this movie. I mean, the, 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 <laughs> yeah. the, 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 yeah, the colonel, I mean, my God. Woody Harrelson does a, an incredible job of making you feel feel uncomfortable because he is so passionately like hateful against the apes, and not only against the apes, but that the virus that the apes have have created, so much so that you find out this horrible twist near the end, which just makes you realize like how crazy this Colonel character is, that he would like stoop so low to do this one thing, and. Woody Harrelson, I mean, he's crazy in this movie, but he's so good. He's so good. And, like, there's this there's this one big confrontation. There's a couple, 
but there's the one big one where it's with Andy Serkis kind of voicing and doing the the mannerisms of Caesar meeting with Woody Harrelson as the colonel. And I mean, this scene is awesome. I mean, they, they just nail it. Um, yeah, but, but yeah, he, he makes, he makes things real uncomfortable and real serious, like warlike. He does a great job. So what did, what did you think of the, that one character of bad ape? A bad ape? I thought, I thought like, I, I thought for some, sometimes he made me laugh. And then sometimes I was just like, get off the screen. What are you doing? Like there was, but there were certain scenes. But I was like, I actually liked him for the most part, because like when I like certain scenes, he would actually like create this levity, levity to the to what the nature of what's going on, which was kind of needed because it's a very dark movie throughout. Yeah, so like yeah. a little bit of like gentle humor, or some ignorance floating around, making people just feel a little bit more at ease. That doesn't hurt. But there was like, I think there was like one or two moments where I was just like. Why is bad ape here? <laughs> <laughs> so I, I guess that's my, but but like very minor gripe. I just was mm-hmm. curious what you guys would say. <laughs> yeah. But. Uh, uh, yeah, Scott. Kind of, what did you think about this man? Yeah. Um, I I think my my biggest problem with the movie was the lack of action. I feel like we got a good bump in the beginning and a good one at the end. But I felt like it kind of got slow on me a little bit. And, like, I think that's maybe a give and take with having more of a dramatic type of Planet of the Apes movie where it's not constantly action. And I get that. But I don't know. I, I found myself about, like, in that the second second part of probably the second act, um, like, I was not bored but just kind of ready to see some ape on human brawling you know a little bit of a little bit of ape violence um i think that in the beginning and in the end i feel like they did a really good job with that and that beginning scene um where they they take the guys captive and stuff really kind of puts puts you in the mood um but i think that was probably my biggest gripe but it's hard to get past the visual visuals of this movie um, and the, the way just how far like computer generation has come like to, to yeah. get to this point. And, you know, that's why we, we get it so down on a lot of these movies is because the, we know the technology is out there and we've seen it before and we've seen it used properly, especially in movies like this where it's almost completely that way. And you get these shitty movies that don't try at all and don't put money into that when it can be such a mood changer and movie diminisher. Um, but clearly they put money where they needed to. And I think it really showed in a more emotional and like realistic type of movie. No, I couldn't agree with you more. I think the thing that really amazed me about this is how... Um, is really how honest the movie is, and it asks you to kind of look at, I mean, if you want, you can take it at face value, but if you want to dig deeper into, you know, our history as a nation, is what, you know, what wars and battles we've gotten involved in, I think the movie rewards you for, you know, kind of taking those extra steps, but kind of to wrap up here, um, before I, before I actually wrap up, I, 
I got to give a shout out to Andy Serkis, who was just amazing in this movie and makes yet another case for the reason he should be do- he should be nominated for a fucking Oscar because he's he's amazing. Yeah, I agree. Everything from everything from his facial expressions to the way he moves, it all looks so fluid and it it's crazy. <laughs> and he's doing all the motion capture. Does do you know if he does the voice for this as well? He does. He it's, does. Yeah. incredible. Yeah. Yeah, you can you can watch there's YouTube videos that I was watching of Andy Serkis doing the scenes where it's like his like it's close up on his face, not like Caesar's the the like CGI version that they've like made over his face. But all his facial expressions, he's the one like acting. He's incredible. He's doing all the expressions like they only copy what his face does. Like he's an incredible actor. No, it, it's absolutely ridiculous. So for me, this puts a capper on one of the best trilogies I've seen in my life. I think this trilogy is fantastic. It's up there with, uh, it's up there with something like, you know, some people say The Matrix, even though the last one was super great, but this is right up there with Captain America. This is up there with Back to the Future. For me, uh, the original Indiana Jones trilogy, because they never made a fourth movie, I don't care what anybody says. Um, it, it, this is a fan-fucking-tastic for me. I, I, I love this movie. So, uh, yeah, uh, Scott, your thoughts, sir? Um, let's see. I, I, there was, I kind of wish, so part of this movie is about a virus, and I thought that, personally, I, I feel like the whole virus thing is very hip right now, whether that's zombies or, like, some sort of, um, like mind altering bath salts or like, I feel like that's kind of hot right now. I thought it was a little bit easy for them to use something like that, but I would have loved like some sort of like, uh, Animorph slash Benjamin button thing going on where, where they had like <laughs> the humans kind of transform oh into back into apes because in their minds, apparently they started reverting back to like a more primitive mind. Uh, where they couldn't talk and things like that. So I would appreciate maybe a little hair on the face or like a little, you know, like, or just like maybe some sort of computer generated face that they get on there. Um, but in all seriousness, like I, like I said, I would have gone for a little more action. Um, and I think t- at times it was slow. Um, so I can't give it like my highest grade, but I give this one an A, a solid A. Really enjoyable different kind of Planet of the Apes than maybe you're used to, and a little more, you're kind of able to, to dig deeper into the story. Um, so yeah, I give this a solid A. Alright, Colin, your final thoughts and your grades. Okay, so um, I, I, I like the first two a lot. I think the first two set up this great storyline to what actually happened um, leading up to this famous movie back in the 1960s, Planet of the Apes, with Charlton Heston. So, I mean, so you know the end go- like the end game of, of this series, if it's a trilogy, is like you know it's going to lead to like humans being wiped out, apes taking over, and basically you're just like, okay, how are you going to do it? Like, for three movies, we're just all watching, like, we know the end like meet meet like a to b like show me how you're gonna do it and they've done a great job i think like 
Yeah. Well, I, Scott, like, I, I understand how you're saying, like, the, the virus thing is so common, but I think it, like, it's also the most believable thing that mm-hmm, you could possibly totally. do. Like, from the start, like, it's not, it's not necessarily even a virus. It's more of just, like, the, the medical manipulation of genes to try and help Anheuser, or, or not Anheuser, <laughs> Anheuser-Busch patients who sometimes become Alzheimer's patients, but. The, with the Alzheimer's, like how they're trying to like help these patients, and they're they're testing on on the the apes, and it all ends up turning into this like crazy remarkable discovery, and it's like a an accident, which is honestly how much like that's how most like medications are formed. But I like the basis of what where they went with that, I guess, in the start. But yeah. the way they ended it. Like, we knew that, like, the humans were all going to, like, have their big downfall somehow. And it was like, where were they going to go with this to, to, to actually make it happen? And the second movie really set it up where Koba, the, 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 you know, the awful ape that was, you know, setting fire to his own people to convince everyone that it was the humans when it never was, and starting this whole war... Like now, like Caesar, Caesar's <laughs> Caesar. Caesar, wow. Okay, God, he's royal. Damn. <laughs> but he's trying to like, you know, create this um, peace between the humans and and what Cobas, you know, set foot for them. And I I think the way they go about it is is really interesting. It, it becomes very personal be- between uh, Caesar and and Woody Harrelson's character of the Colonel. I mean, I, I think it's awesome. Um, honestly, it's it's just one of the better movies I've I've seen this year. This year has had such a long stretch of terrible movies, uh-huh. and then <laughs> so such true. a tightly like wa- uh-huh. like tight window of great movies. Like yeah. I think I've seen like four of the best movies of the entire year, like out of the best five, like within the last month, and and for months yeah. before that there was nothing good. Like, nothing, nothing good. So, honestly, like, in any other month, like, this and Spider-Man Homecoming are going to get a fan-fucking-tastic. But just because I can't give another movie in the same month a fan-fucking-tastic <laughs> as Baby Driver or for the Planet of the Apes gets an A+. And that's... And it was okay. good. It was good. Boom. Very good. It, like, the, the, right. the, I, I like the way you put it, Hunter, where you said it's, like, one of the best trilogies because, honestly, trilogies will have their weak points and I think from one like each movie has their strong points and they're all like super solid. Alright Scott, your final thoughts and your Too late. I already did it. Well no, I I'm just asking you a oh, people. Uh, a, I the a. It a. Yeah, A. Alright. Well Guys, I, I think I already talked. I, it's pretty obvious. It's a fan-fucking-tastic for me. I thought this was amazing in every way, shape, and form. Uh, from the way it's shot to the... To even the last shot of the movie, it, it's it's very Logan-ish, and that made me very happy. Uh, Andy Serkis is one of the best performers we have. Not just actors, yeah. but flat-out performers. He, he's incredible in this movie. And... The thing that sets Caesar on his personal journey, it, it really is a journey, and it feels like a intense film all the way through, and everything from just the score, even to the way it's shot, um, uh, the girl who played, uh, who played Noah, 
Uh, she's, I think this is her first movie, actually. Nova. I couldn't find anything else. Uh, Amaya uh, 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 Miller. Nice. Uh, yeah. Yeah, she... She never she, spoke a word, a but she was a great actress. Because even without yeah. speaking, she was a great... She used her expressions, and she was she was awesome. Yeah, she she was genuinely fantastic. So kudos to her. Um, I, I love this movie. This is a fan-fucking-tastic for me. It's easily one of my best of the year. And I'm going to be honest, it's going to be very interesting for the rest of the year to see where things rank, because it, it, it's getting a little, getting a little mm-hmm. tense here. But... Uh, but uh, guys, did you see? Uh, let us know, please. Let us know. Did you happen to go ahead and see this? Um, I would like to get people's thoughts on this. I, I I really would because I've heard some people say that it's the weakest plan. Oh, show I don't know about that. Board. And I've heard some people say that they were in love hmm. with it and they just thought it was oh. brilliant. So I'm I'm very curious. How good of a trilogy though, this. man! Yeah. Great trilogy. Oh, this yeah, is, they, they're delivering on all of them. Like they really yeah. have not let a lot, let yeah. a lot to be desired. I I, I want to hear. I'm I'm with you, Hunter. Though I want to hear the listeners like which one's their favorite. Yeah, I I would be very. I, I think this is actually my favorite personally. But uh, guys, let us know what you thought in the comments below. You can follow us here on SoundCloud, The Real Pineapple Seven Seven Five. You can follow us on Podbean at The Real Pineapple. Like us on Facebook at The Real Pineapple. You can follow yours truly on the Twitter at jhunterrealpineapple. You can follow Scott on the Twitter. Zoom in the first. You can follow Colin. The real O'Neill. Guys, thank you so much. We'll have reviews up for uh, Inconceivable, the classic new Nicolas Cage movie. We'll have a review up for The Big Stick as well. And uh, Scott, uh, just because I know you've watched it and I've, I've made a promise myself so I'm going to do it this week, I'm going to finish Stranger Things. I've been trying for the last couple months and just other shows have popped up like Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt. We will have a review up for Stranger Things. I will watch that whole show this week. Damn it, that is my goal. But uh, guys, thank you so much for listening. Peace. Talk to you soon. Meow.